Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's uh, Adventure of Pregnancy.net. New website. Don't go to it. It, was it doesn't dot, exist. I thought it was dot .gif. Uh, is there a dot .gif? Yeah, it's a gif. Well, I know there's a file name dot <laughs> yeah. .gif. I know there's a dot .pizza. You could buy yeah, a dot .pizza you if you wanted to. You know, on Reply All, every week they change the URL. So sometimes it's like Reply All dot .pizza. Reply All dot... That, that, blah, blah, so blah. does someone have to go park everything? I guess so. Jeez, that is not <laughs> a fun task. Uh, should we should we park? Um, well, I don't want to say it because then someone will park it. Exactly. So don't say it. I learned my lesson the hard way. You did, indeed. We've all had that lesson. And then a kind egghead <laughs> gave them back to me. It was very nice of it them. It was very nice of them. Oh. <sighs> so... So here we are. Here we are. Sa- hot week, Saturday night. Week 43. Baby's three weeks overdue. 
You know, there's a woman. What if that was happening right now? Well, there's a woman in my prenatal yoga class today who was 40 weeks and three days. Oh, wow. And then our teacher, who was kind of like a hippie-ish type, Mm -hmm. was like, you know, in some other countries, they let women go to 43, even 44 weeks. And I was like, what? Who's the they? Unclear. (laughs) Who's the they? Also, a 44-week baby is basically a teenager. Yeah. I mean, look, I know that's hyperbole, but literally, that 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 43rd week, they grow four and a half feet. Yeah. If if I had a 43-week-old Myra baby, it would probably like take over my body. Yeah. It would, its head it, alone. It would bore you to death. Yeah. It would uh, not read your mind. I know. It'd be weird. You'd be like, hey, why don't you watch Bake Show? body anyway what huh hmm. so uh <clears throat> what's new in the world of this the fi- what week is this for us of the of the succubus inside oh, of you of the succubus it's um i'm 18 weeks eight week 18 succubus reporting in how's he feeling um you know he's feeling pretty good i have to say like Today's the first day that I have not taken diclegis in the morning and afternoon. Wow. I've weaned my, I'd weaned myself off the afternoon. Yeah. And then I was feeling pretty good this morning. I was like, all right, I think it's time. It's been about a week since I haven't taken it in the afternoon. Uh-huh. I was like, let's try not taking it in the morning and see how it goes. Went pretty well. That's great. So I'm hoping that I can be off the morning and afternoon diclegis and just take it at night. That's a sounds great. Yeah. Well, and then eventually, oh, sorry. And then eventually, you can get off it altogether. Yeah. Although you know, some people oh I know have said Here that we they, go. That they Exception took it, to the rule. The whole pregnancy because it does kind of help you sleep. Oh well, okay then. Look, if a if a if a licensed practicing uh, medical doctor doesn't have a problem with that, then I don't because I'm not practicing or licensed, but I am a doctor. I thought you just played one on TV. I've never played a doctor. No, that's not true. Have I been a doctor? I've been a scientist a couple of times. Oh, that tracks. You know. Did you anyway. have a lab coat? Yes. Mm. Oh, that was you just reminded me of what my name was. Lab Coat Matt. <laughs> oh, good name. On, a, on Attack of the Show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, thanks for saying lab coat. That just reminded me. You're welcome. Of what that um, was. <clears throat> We actually got a request from Kara in Toronto for, quote, actual pregnancy updates. She wants to know every week how many weeks I am. Oh, I inadvertently have uh, yeah, you hit that s- up. Yeah, you hit that. She wants to know symptoms, and she wants to know what size fruit the baby is now. The baby is the size of a tomato. Okay, tomato baby. Tomato baby. Um, are you here clicking? I think that hmm. was your foot. No, it wasn't my foot. It was an audio. It was, uh, you know what it is? It's, this is so close to that that, of course, that's going to bleed in. Oh. Get this out of here and onto airplane mode. Well, let me actually download the email of this podcast before I put it onto airplane He's mode. He's talking about his phone, yeah. of course. It was right next to the uh, recorder, guys, and that's never good. That is a no-no. Great. Got that ready to go. Okay. Back to you. Back to me. Um, yeah, so. Tomato. I mean, tomato i'm eating normally you're eating normal 
I just ate some uh, uh, sweet and spicy Korean fried chicken nuggets. Boy, sounds like a thing. I was like driving home this evening from my haircut. Finally got a haircut. It looks nice. For those of you wondering, that is the third haircut of 2018. Your hair was overgrown. It was insane. It looked like a... You look uh, like Doc Brown. As I was told on Friday at work, a crazy scientist. <laughs> Lab coat Matt. Uh-huh. Um, so that's been taken care of. It was an hour long. Yeah, it was wondering it where was you were. so long. Did you have to wait? No. Just like, what were they doing? Really, you don't have that much he hair. He really went to town. I mean, like, you have a normal amount of hair, but you're a guy. I didn't realize guys' haircuts took that long. They can when you're like, I mean, the, the amount of time he spent uh, straightening out the beard. Oh, yeah. I guess the beard is a little complicated. Very complicated. It has a lot of parts. And angles and yeah. fades and whatnots. Yeah, yeah. He was really going to town in there. He, he cut like a really straight line. He did it. I said, this is as straight as it will ever be. This is literally never going to happen again. So there you go. All right. Well, that's my great. Saturday update. Um, So we recorded early last week because you were going out of town. So um, we, I, I hadn't gone to my appointment yet. Right. So I've gone to my appointment. Your appointment was on Monday though, wasn't it? No, it was on Friday. Oh. It was on last Friday. Oh, God. Like a week ago, Friday. My brain. But we recorded on Thursday night. My brain's a mess. So I was right about what the blood test was. Yep. It was for, you know, the checking to see if it uh, the fetus has spinal bifida. Mm-hmm. Spina bifida. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't heard anything. So No news is usually good news in could the be case anything. of a test. And then... I was also like, do I have to stay on the thyroid meds the whole time? And she was like, oh, thanks for reminding me. We have to do a thyroid check. And I was like, all right. Um, and she was like, yeah, you do. Okay. Which is what Dr. Beck had said. But I was like, maybe Dr. Brown will say something different. But nope. she didn't. Doctors, sometimes doctors agree. I two out know. of two doctors agree. She was like, did you have thyroid issues before the pregnancy? And I was like, nope. She was like, all right. Um, what else did she say? I've gained 10 pounds. She didn't seem concerned at all. I brought it up. I was like, have I gained too much weight? And she was like, you're slightly over average. Like, she's like, you could like worry about it if you wanted to, just because then you'll have more to lose later. But she's like, I'm not worried about it. You don't have like diabetes in your family history and you're healthy. I was like, all right. I bet the baby is like seven of those pounds already. (laughs) No, the baby, I don't even think is a pound yet. Mm. Yeah, well, it's my baby, so it's got to be at least 40 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so that's all seems like pretty reasonable news. He's really stretching it out there, Bo, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he's, so, he's so, like, asleep. Like, he's been so lazy all day. Well, he was at the Chateau every day this week, including two two nights where he stayed there. Yeah. So... We're bad parents. We're not bad parents. We're just, they were ripping out our kitchen. Yeah. So, and I was away for a couple of days. Um, landlord agreed to uh, not allow the sink to fall off the wall. And have us like lose water and potentially get injured. <laughs> and replace the 100-year-old cabinets. <laughs> and 100-year-old sink. Literally, guys. Like literally, the house was built in 1924 and the kitchen is right, original. So it's not literal. It's... well. 
you know. 94 years. It's, it's, it's a long time to go with that sink. It's a long time. There's very few people in this world who have been alive longer than that sink. That's true. One of them is my grandfather. That's also true. Um, so I think we mentioned this on a previous episode, but the deal was that they would redo the kitchen stuff, including like redoing the plumbing and the electrical and new cabinets and that we would buy a dishwasher. Yeah. Like we would pay for the dishwasher. I'm anticipating that the, it's going to look identical when it's done. Yeah. It should look pretty similar, <laughs> but we'll also have like a normal faucet. That'll be nice, huh? Hot with, and cold, like not a, separate. With like a spray thing. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Um, and a garbage disposal. Coming out of weird. Yeah. that's Guys, I've never had a garbage disposal Turns in my, out in my that entire life. The code in LA is if you like replace the sink and the plumbing, you have to put in a garbage disposal. Well, lucky us. Lucky us. Over so. legislation has resulted in a win for us. <laughs> so that's all happening, but it has been slow going. So we have been without a sink for a kitchen sink for since the beginning of the week. And yeah, I don't, I don't like, think we'll be without it probably for another what? Four days. Another three or four days, because yeah, they're still going to be working on it next week. Right, So, yeah, it's not easy living without a kitchen sink. Yeah, you really don't realize how much you use the kitchen sink until you don't have one. Right, that's why people throw everything in but the kitchen sink. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. Um. All right. What else? Oh, our doula sent us a long email with some resources and birth class suggestions. A lot of resources in there. A lot of resources. She really had that ready to go. Probably like a form email. Yeah, totally. Um, I checked out the two places she suggested for birth classes and I've rejected both of them. Thumbs up. One of them is in Santa Monica, which... Automatic rejection. No. You're on that side of the 405. We're not going over there. Correct. The other one, I was like poking around their website and I noticed they had a vaccine class i was like well is it a class it's like hey guys let's talk about it get a vaccine don't be a dum-dum oh no it's like more on this controversial topic with a nature path and i was like uh with a nature path and it was like we'll talk about vaccine schedule like it was clearly let's lose the deposit i will fire this doula it's clearly like i will hop on the phone and fire the doula not and i well i i responded to her and i said hey um, the one class is in Santa Monica. I don't think that's right for us. And the other one, there was some stuff on the website that, um, I forget how I, how I put it, but I was like, that didn't jive with facts. Didn't jive with me. And so if you have any other birth classes to recommend, I'd appreciate it. Oh boy. Guys, it's beginning. So. My nightmare. There's nothing controversial about vaccines. So, uh, also I noticed the next class is sold out. So there's like That's fucking horrifying. <laughs> some crazy people out there and I have no compunction about coming out on the record and saying that. So also if you're listening to this we support science podcast on this and you're anti-vax, science. I also feel fully comfortable telling you that I really disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, enjoy believing in your fairy tales. Enjoy smallpox um, and enjoy measles. And don't don't kill my kid because your fucking kid didn't just get vaccinated. Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, I don't care what the content of the childbirth class is. I can't go to a place that has this. I just got tuberculosis in my video game <laughs> because he wasn't vaccinated. Well, honey, your video game takes place before the most vaccines were invented. I just look at I just could so many of us could have made it to Oregon. <laughs> Um, been vaccinated. Yeah, so that was interesting, but 
you know, forging ahead. Earth shattering news, guys. I didn't know that until now. I just found this out, like literally, like right before we recorded. Oh, I was like, I should probably she just. She just saved it for the air, guys. Go that through is, the email. That is Dory Bana fucking a plus podcaster right there thanks honey sift us save it for the air yeah um i wanted your genuine reaction oh you just got it i sure did i'm like can i fire her that was my immediate reaction i know i don't want to fire her well just give me an excuse what i don't want to fire her well let's ask if her kids are vaccinated because if they're not then she's dead, dead to me we could ask if she's vaccinated oh boy that's another one why wouldn't you? Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. It's possible she has no idea that this is even like on their website and she just knows about them as a or, birthing place. Or, or she teaches the, the vaccine class. She teaches the vaccine <laughs> class. Controversial. Oh, God. Guys, uh, come to my class about the controversial gravity. <laughs> Some people think it's not real. They also have a flat earth class. No, Wouldn't just be surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else going on with you this week? You've been working a lot. Worked a ton. Uh, on a second uh, ADHD medication starting today. In addition to the Vivance, I'm now on Stratego. Str- Stratema, Stratema, Stratera, Stratera, Stratocaster, Stratera. This was a Stratema recommendation from your psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. She said, uh, "Hey, look, we could try." uh, Well, what did you say to her first? Many things. It was a long, you know. I've had a lot happening. I know. So, you know, told her about the my. impulsivity is still there you know I'm a, dory says i have a short fuse i have to take her word for it um i have like uh, my brain won't shut off so i talk a lot when i don't need to be talking so much i walk around life like it's a podcast can't have dead air everybody gotta fill all the silence or else That's people terrifying. will turn it off um so yeah, uh, it's just like a, a lot of things. So she's 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 saying that to her, it sounds like that some of my ADHD is sort of breaking through the Vivance. But she didn't want to take me off the Vivance because the Vivance has been good for my um, binge eating proclivity towards eating uh, more than I probably should. Um, so I'm on this other thing, a very low dose at first, and we'll. You know, creep it up and see how it is. Do you feel like she, like you've been going to her for a while now. Mm-hmm. I feel like she like gets you. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if she has enough time with me to get me. How long are your sessions? Half her? an hour. Uh, I only see her one, once a month. Once a month, if that. Yeah. Um, a therapist certainly gets me. Seeing him for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see... He's fond of reminding me. First thing I said to him was, I'm here because I don't want it to affect my wife. He thinks I'm pretty selfless. Thanks, Curbs. <laughs> At least someone does. Oh boy, here we go. Bo is me. 
Okay. Look, it's, you know. Some of I know, it's Catholic not easy being that. 11.30 a.m. Andy wants to record. That seems ambitious if, for Yeah, him. so I'm going to say, yeah. And you'll start at 1.30. Or yep. 1. Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be whatever. He's uh, perpetually late. A lot of bumping. God, yep. I hope that gets done. Which means I have to watch a two-hour movie and a 45-minute episode of Star Trek before 11.30 tomorrow morning. For those of you wondering, if it's doable, it's uh, currently seven. Uh, sorry, 6.50, 2 p.m. It's doable. This is our Saturday night, everybody. We're, we're spending it with you. And I hope you're enjoying your Monday morning commute. Hope you're all going to have a great uh, Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving was one of the weeks we were going to take off when we talked about taking off weeks and Dory and I somehow forgot to do that. Yeah. Here we are. Hey, guys. Enjoy it for the ride. I hope you liked our <laughs> vagina commercial up top. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, look, uh, so we're going to see how this, this med medication works. Uh, I, haven't been, I, haven't, I haven't worked out in two weeks. Um, partially, not partially, like I think almost entirely... Not almost entirely. I'm going to say it's 95% of it was the fact that I was working so late. Yeah. Um, and 5% of it because I've been playing uh, Red Dead Redemption too much. Hmm. Are you going back this week? That's the plan. Okay. They think I'm dead. They think you're dead? Mm-hmm. Have you not been responding to them? Well, last week, this last, last half of this week, I have not. Oh, boy. So, whatever. <sighs> it's been a tough time. We're going to get there. Big Thanksgiving coming. Dory and I are very excited about uh, making sure that her sister has salt. <laughs> it's going to be a great, going to be a great trip. We sent them a big shopping list today. Any response to the shopping list? Um, no. This sounds crazy. What's, no. what's sage? No. <laughs> We've never heard of marjoram <laughs> is I can't believe it's not butter. Okay. <laughs> no, we have not received any of those responses. Uh, our kitchen's getting half replaced. That's, you know, it's not accurate. I would say our kitchen is getting a third replace. All right. Our kitchen's getting a third <laughs> a replace. Third, like just, it's one row of cabinets. Yeah, but the, and sink, the sink. The and sink is the big thing, guys. And adding the dishwasher. Right. So we get these, you know, this baby on the way. We can't be washing bottles all the time, no. even though you have to hand wash bottles. Whatever. Don't worry no, about I it. No, I got one with a bottle washer. Oh, my God. She's really thinking ahead. Someone on, I think on Instagram suggested it because um, I'd posted a picture of the kitchen and said we were getting a dishwasher. And they were like, if you can, get one with a bottle washer. Have we done a bonus episode yet this month? Nope. Okay, we have to do that. We have to do two. Obviously. Yep. Oh, God, it's never going to end. You guys are just going to hear every thought I ever have. So, apologies ahead of time. Um, We could do one from Austin. Yep, sure could. What a, what a hoot. Um, Can't wait to fly with the equipment for that on Thanksgiving. It's not going to be an easy security route. You know what I mean? At least your pre-check. Yep, that's true. 
So everybody, leave your Apple Podcast reviews on Apple Podcasts. You can join our Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Excellent Adventure. We also have a website. It's called excellentadventure.com. Uh, and our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Excellent Adventure. If you'd like to hear some of those bonus episodes, I was just talking about having to record with Dory. Um, that'd be the place to go. $5 a month gets you one, 10 gets you two. Um, we have a Twitter handle. It's at Excellent Pod. I haven't been on Twitter in a very long time, but you know, I'm sure Dory pops in from time to time. I do. Our email address, you know it by now, guys. It's Matt and Dory at Gmail or Dory and Matt at Gmail. Our phone number is 413-461-BABY. Woo. Baby. Bye-bye. So, honey, it's about time. We actually, believe it or not, we have to take our first break. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe that? No, I can't. I believe it. All right. Here we go. First break. Be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those two. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. All right, we're back. It's time to hear from our first uh, emailer. Long time, first time. Who do we got? We have Darcy. Um, Mm -hmm. Last week, the diminished ovarian reserve signal went out. It did. And Darcy has a response to that signal. I am pausing the podcast to write in about my experience with DOR friendly providers in the San Diego area. Hannah Busa IVF Clinic specializes in mini IVF, which can be great for people who don't respond to meds and is all about quality over quantity. Also, Life IVF in Irvine is also DOR friendly. I could not afford either of those clinics, so I traveled to New Directions in Arizona, where I found a doctor who agreed to let me do two retrievals for $6,000, not including meds, because he said he needed two chances to get me an embryo. It's definitely worth it to check out DOR-friendly clinics, but all hope is not lost if that's not a possibility. What was most important for me was finding a clinician who listened to me and was open and interested in working with someone who had a tough case with little to no hope left. I also wanted to throw out the possibility of embryo banking for this listener. Mm -hmm. Many friends of mine with DOR have had success doing mini stim IVF and banking one to two embryos a month until they have as many frozen as possible and then moving on to FVT. This is also helpful if the possibility of siblings are wanted down the line. Matt and Dory, I'm so thrilled you guys are expecting and cried ugly tears when I heard your last FVT worked. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. I've been listening since March 2017 when I was holed up in a lonely hotel room trying to pass the time during my first IVF. Your podcast was such a comfort for, to me. I'm so happy you decided to continue the show, and I cannot wait to hear how you both navigate life as new parents. Sincerely, Darcy. Uh, Darcy, very sweet email. Very Good sweet information. Email. I didn't realize there was a mini situation you could do. Yeah. Uh, this It's intriguing. It's uh, like much lower doses of meds. Mm-hmm. And, Which is going to cost you less right off the right. bat. And I guess the point is to not get as many eggs as possible, but to just get like a few very high quality eggs. The Aaron Sorkin classic, a few good eggs. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that is something that uh, some women with diminished ovarian reserve often do. Or not often, but it's becoming more. It's an option. It's an option. Right. It's an option. Yes. You did. We didn't have such an option. No, because I responded to meds. But now I'm like. You son of a bitch. But, you know, I'm thinking now, like, what if we had done mini IVF? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Let's try it. As soon as this baby's out, we'll go back. We can't. We'll fire up the podcast again. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, it, it doesn't seem entirely out of the question to me. I'm going to be 42. I know. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? And it's not that old. You're fine. What about your sperms? It's not great. I mean. We'll do a mini round. You'd have to take a lot of supplements for me. So to, many supplements. To convince me that it would be worth it. Well, obviously, what we do first is get the sperm tested. You know? I can't even believe we're even having this conversation. Can you believe it? I bet someone at home's like, I knew they were going to do this. No. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> oh, God. She is not excited. No. Excited. See what I did there? I did see what you did there. All right. Um, this next email is from Ayumi, uh-huh. who we heard from a long time ago who wrote in about hobbies in Japan. Hobbies in Japan. Yeah. Um, so That's the hobbies in Japan jingle. She, she, uh, she's not married. Some background on Ayumi. She's not married and she's not actively trying for a baby. However, she says, because I'm kind of engaged, mm-hmm. he wants to get me a ring. I'd rather that money be put toward our wedding and honeymoon. I seem to be discussing either marriage or family planning on a near daily basis. Interesting. I was born in Osaka and raised in New York, but when I moved to Japan, I went to the first school that hired me five hours from my Japanese family by bullet train. Mm -hmm. My parents are divorced. My mother still is in New York. My father, stepmother, and brother live in New Jersey. I met my boyfriend slash fiance here, and he's lived here all his life. He was still living with his family until we got our own apartment two months ago. Um, I can't remember when this first came up, but my mother told me that she'd have... Sounds like culture shock is going to happen here. There's a twist that I don't think you're expecting. Mm, I can expect a lot. Go ahead. But my mother told me that she'd have to save up her money to travel to Japan because if I have a baby, she must come here to take care of me. Mm-hmm. While this sounds like a sweet idea and probably is for many people, my mother and I do not get along as much as she wants. TLDR, her very niche evangelist Buddhist practice, mm-hmm. considered a cult in Japan, basically picture 12th century the secret. Okay. And her own history of witnessing child abuse meant that I was at the end of a lot of emotional abuse that was such that it was a big motivator for my moving back to Japan. Hmm. After realizing I didn't have the faith my mother did, and in fact, no faith at all, I ran from her group at 16, and things have been shaky between us ever since. While I have no idea what motherhood will look like for me when my time comes, I'm absolutely certain that my mother hovering over me, trying to control everything according to her own idea of what is correct, will bring nothing but negativity to me and consequently my child. And that's the last thing I want. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I had never heard of doulas before your podcast. I'm not sure why. I knew about midwives, but this name had never come up for me. It seems like an amazing idea, especially as your last episode featured an email that mentioned postpartum doulas being better than a mother-in-law. I feel practically inspired and seem to have found (laughs) my solution for getting my mother out of here. Sure. Uh, I don't want to bar her from visiting, but she literally couldn't visit me at my new apartment for five minutes without going through my boyfriend's mail and also cooking exactly what she wants. (laughs) She seems like she just cares a lot. She has never remembered in my 28 years of existence what foods I dislike or even what I'm allergic to. And it almost seems like a hobby of hers to feed me sweets and complain that I'm too fat. (laughs) I'm afraid that me telling my mother not to stay when I have a baby will be seen as just a polite gesture, which is the Japanese way. Mm -hmm. So I've been at a loss for how to have this conversation. Um, I wonder if there are other listeners in Japan to your podcast or if it's only me. She also, in a parenthetical, says podcasts are not really popular at all for Japanese people. That's it's, interesting. It's largely just English language learning podcasts. It's a good market, by the way. Let's get into that. How do we do that? Do I start the Japanese Hobbies podcast? Should we get this podcast translated into Japanese? I'm going to actually pop this open right now and tell her if anyone else is listening in Japan. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Either way, I've done a little research. Yeah. Doulas that speak English are plentiful in Tokyo, mm-hmm. but I'm a bit far. My Japanese isn't fluent, but of course my boyfriend is full Japanese, so I'd have to study up with a medical textbook 
alongside my normal studies if I can't find an English-speaking doula closer by. We do have foreigners in my city, but they're primarily from other parts of Asia, most of which don't have high English-speaking populations. I'm a little terrified at the idea of not having an English-speaking doula, but at the same time, if I study properly, my Japanese might be well enough by the time I have a baby. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> now she has a completely unrelated question. Yeah. We just hired a new teacher who's from Massachusetts, but she hasn't told anyone where in Massachusetts. All she says is that she's an hour from Boston. <laughs> I'm a little confused by her refusal to say where she's from more specifically. Springfield, guaranteed. I was wondering if you could give more insight into this. Guaranteed. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Gu- Cheers, Ayumi. Guaranteed Springfield, right? Like I have no idea. There's a lot of places that are an hour course, from Boston. Of course, there's a fuck ton of places that are an hour from Boston. But like, you have to... You have Springfield, first... I think, is more than an hour from Boston. Is it? Yeah. It's no, far. it's 90 minutes from Lowell. That's an hour and a half. Lowell. Okay, Which but... Which is a half hour from Boston. Yeah, but Lowell is not that... No, Lowell's not really... You know, Lowell's not like east of... Like, Boston is east of Lowell. Yeah. But like, not much east. Like, maybe probably six miles as the crow flies. Okay, I think Springfield is an hour and a half. Anyway. Uh, she could be from like... Um, well, Lynn's close. She could be from Worcester. Worcester's 45. She could be from New Bedford. Why would you say New Bedford? I don't know. Look, I'm just saying. I'm, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very depressed area, uh, Springfield. Um, you know, now there's an MGM casino that has taken up three city blocks because uh, there were three city blocks that were empty and no nothing to do there. So, hope that works for them. Oh boy! But that's my guess. Nothing against Springfield. Um, do you have any advice for her other issue? How to talk to a very niche evangelical uh, mother. Buddhist mother who wants to come stay with her for, I mean, this is also real. She's really planning in advance. Yeah. For this um, not yet married couple baby. Yeah. That doesn't exist yet. Yeah. I mean, I would just think that if it's already in the air, it's, it's nice to sort of get it out of the way early. Or That's at least true. to start planting the seeds of like, look, here's what's happening. You're not, if we do get pregnant, which we're not pregnant, I would uh, just be driven up a fucking wall by you. Right. And you're, you know, you sound like a, a very smart, uh, independent human being who uh, managed to get out of there at 16. So. Yeah. I think you have it in you to have this discussion. I agree. So, there you go. So do it, Ayumi, and keep us posted. And also like, you know. You know what you could do is like sit her down with some flashcards <laughs> that have all of your allergies and likes and dislikes and be like, look, you can't even remember what your own daughter likes and dislikes. What if our baby is allergic to peanuts, but you're really like a peanut sauce, so you can't, you don't fucking remember and you make our baby uh, have an allergic reaction to peanuts. That sounds like a great strategy. The flashcard situation yeah. to have her learn. Uh-huh. Well, thank you. Um, all right. This next email is from Jennifer. She mm-hmm. says, hi, Dorian, Matt. I'm a relatively new listener. I started binge listening after your appearance on the Committed podcast. Um, I remember that podcast. Now you do. <laughs> 
I was really bummed I was too late to pre-order Start Up a Novel, but I did get the audiobook on Audible and loved it. Oh, thank you. Also new Patreon supporter and most appreciated the amount of gusto that Matt used to read out my name for the first time earlier this month. Jennifer is is a is an A plus egghead. She's a She was late to the game, but she has more than made up the she's, time. She's she likes at least uh, some of us. So that's good. She likes some both of, us, of us. I mean our I mean our content. Oh yes. I don't mean our All right. Now to her real question. Yeah. My husband and I are currently in the trying phase, but I've done a lot of research about birth options and such ahead of time. I'm really interested in getting a doula, but I've read lots of different things online about how OBs see doulas in the delivery room, from welcoming them because of their positive effect on the birthing mother to outright banning them so that they don't interfere with the OB's care. Do you know how your OB feels about doulas? I know at the end of the day, it's my own health care, and Great I should question. be able to make the decision to include a doula if I want, but I also don't want to create unnecessary conflict in the delivery room. I'm not sure about my own doctor's opinions, but thinking of asking if she has any doula recommendations, that way I'd be pretty sure that they would work well together. What are your thoughts? This is a great question. I, uh, I Do we know what our doctor's opinions is? We haven't asked her, but there were, it was either our doula or someone else had done births with her. Yeah. So I think she's probably open okay. to it. But I, I will mention it to her the next time we see her. Yeah. And then mention the vaccine thing. That too, that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. <laughs> Although she was like, I seem to remember in the first appointment we were with her, like she sort of brushed by the vaccine thing. What do you mean? Like she brushed by. ROB? Yeah. Of, as like a, uh, I, I, my office is in Beverly Hills. I can't have this discussion again. You should get vaccinated, but if you don't, whatever. She was talking about adults for, I think, for the flu shot. Maybe? Yeah, but then we we, we delved deeper a little we bit. Did? Yeah, at least I remember doing that in my head. So I don't think maybe so. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. I don't think that happened. Well, I'm going to find out. Okay. What's the next appointment? It's uh, probably December the fucking week that my show is shooting. December 6th? Yeah, it sure is. Well, that's the 20-week scan. Uh-huh. So you have to be there. Well, my episode's filming. Well, you'll have to have someone What time is that going? at 1 o'clock. Yeah, maybe right around lunch. It's not. It's actually very quick to get there from Sony anyway. Yeah. Lou will be fine. Okay, thank you. Lou will understand. Yep. Um. All right. Nikki wants to know, just wondering if you all had free cell DNA testing done, as I know you mentioned having mosaicism. Well, I had a PGS normal embryo implanted and the free cell DNA panorama test came back saying at risk for trisomy 13 and 18. Of course, this will have to be confirmed. Hear anything about this happening? Of course, after six miscarriages and seven IVF cycles, this is what I get. Ha ha. Thanks, Nikki. Um... We thought we had a mosaic embryo. It turned out that that embryo had a uh, micro deletion, and that is not the embryo that we transferred. We transferred an embryo that was supposedly completely normal. Um, and all that being said, yes, we did do the panorama test, and it came back normal. Um, but, you know, they say that PGS testing is 99% accurate, so... I'm really glad you're here to answer these questions. I'd be like, I don't know. So it's possible that you are one of the unlucky people who were in that 1% that, you know, the test was inaccurate. Or it's possible that 
also the, the panorama test just says at risk. It doesn't confirm it. So like you said, of course, this will have to be confirmed. I, I have heard anecdotally that a lot of times when they say you're at risk, it's fine. Um, so I wouldn't panic quite yet. It's, again, it's one of these, I think, uh, more information than we need situations. Right. Except that you need this information. Well, you do need this information. And then, you know, if you are at risk, I think then they say, well, now we need to do an amnio or now we need to do like some sort of other more kind of, you know, invasive testing. Mm-hmm. He's running after squirrels in his dream right now. I know. Foot torch. Nose is going. His ears are going. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to get up that telephone pole finally. He's going to get him. Oh, boy. Oh, he's never going to get him. Nope. Those squirrels are too fast. Um. All right. I am going to play a voicemail. Um. You are, but... You gotta wait because we are not set up for that recording right oh, okay. now. Okay. Well then why don't we take a little break and hear from another sponsor? Perfect. Great. Get okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. We're back. We are back. We didn't and- really go anywhere. No, we didn't. People, I wonder if people think we like run away and go record them in another room or something. Uh, in the ad studio? Yeah. But we don't. We do it all right here. Yep. All right here. The, our air filter has been going. Yep. Lately. It needs to be replaced also. Do we have spare filters? Nope. Oh, we better order some filters. Yep. Does Amazon do that? I think so. Oh, I, got the, I got the thing on Amazon. Guys, we love uh, air filter. We have a molecule air filter in the bedroom. Yep. And we have another. That filter air- probably needs to be replaced too. We have that. Um, I just replaced a filter on your, your humidifier. And we have to replace. Guys, it's time. Air- I would like you all to check your filters. Air conditioner filter. Uh, it's filthy. We have to clean that grate too. That grate is gnarly. I have cleaned it in the past. So I'll clean it again. It needs to be like soaked in a bucket or something. That it, that we need a pretty big bucket, yeah. but it's certainly doable. You know, or hose down maybe. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. Oh, if we had a kitchen sink, imagine what we could get done. Oh my god! I feel like when we have a baby, we're gonna have to be more on top of these filters. Uh, I'm sure that uh, some sort of calendar will happen. Well, I did that put, reminds us. I to did do start that. putting change AC filter in the calendar. Yeah, but I we haven't hit it yet. I know, so, but it's coming right up. I can't wait. It might even be this weekend. Oh my God, could you imagine? What is it? What a... It's next weekend. Oh boy. It's the 25th. Change AC filter. Uh, we'll be in Austin. I can't no, change an AC filter. We're, we're getting back on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, all right. I'm going to play voicemail. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Hello, Dory and Matt. Uh, James here from Victorville, <laughs> California. Um, congratulations on your great news. Uh, I was just listening to the latest episode, and um, I wanted to say to Matt, um, I've noticed a few times that he has 
uh, kind of when he said he's tired, he always prefaces it with, I understand that Dory has a, has a human growing inside her and, and so on and so forth. Um, and I just wanted to say that your tiredness, Matt, is valid. Um, <laughs> I found when I was, my wife just had a baby. Um, oh, our baby. Not just her baby. It's my baby too. Um, <laughs> the, I, I did the same thing. I was like, yeah, I'm tired, but she's going through much more. And um, I was lucky that she sees that my tiredness is just as valid as hers and um, nice, you know you James i know how hard you wife. work matt because i follow you through all of your stuff um, <laughs> it's okay to be tired um because you're trying your hardest to work for her with her with your wife and with your new baby um so yeah chin up mate and um you're it's okay to be tired um and and it doesn't it doesn't lessen what Dory's going through because you're going through it as well. So, have a have a great day. Bye, guys. Can I make that my cool. cell phone ring? What? The, what his entire it? voicemail. Uh, Just so it goes. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, James. Well, you should probably download it and keep it so you can listen to it like a mantra. Thank you for you acknowledging my sleepiness. Did James make you feel seen, honey? He made me feel like... Of course I'm tired. I do a lot. Yeah, you do. So, do a lot. thank you. Do you feel like I don't acknowledge that you're tired? This isn't about you. Stop trying to make it about you. We're talking about my tiredness. You're taking my tiredness now? Ugh. Stop gaslighting me. Bo. Bo's tiredness <sighs> is his own tiredness. Boy. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I feel like you get mad at me for being. What? Uh, I don't know. I feel guilty working a lot. I don't get mad at you. I feel... I've, You're I, projecting. Well, I know, but I'm letting you know how my feelings. Okay. Because James uh, sent a voicemail, so now we're going to talk about it. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I do feel guilty when I go to work in the morning and, and don't come home until you're well asleep. Like, there was a night this week that I didn't get home till like, 1. I know. From work. That was crazy. And I was, you know, I leave the house when I, when Bo's got to get uh, to the... To the marmot, he's, um, I mean, I usually, I'm usually getting in the car by 8.30 yep. to get him there so I can get to work on time. It's a long time to it be is. out of the house, 8.30 time. to 1 in the morning. That's a very long time. It's a long day. So then I get home and I'm like, oh, I don't see you. And, you know, I guess it worked out that you were in Austin for three of these days. Yeah. Just had to live without a sh- sink myself. Bo, even Bo, where even where Bo was, they had sinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, James. Thanks, James. Um, all right, this is from Jennifer. Mm-hmm. I stopped the podcast after hearing the email from the woman who struggled with guilt slash PPD related to not enjoying being pregnant and having a baby after IVF. This is from a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think about this all the time. While I never went through IVF, I did struggle through multiple losses, including my first daughter who was stillborn and miscarriages after that. I remember crying in the middle of the night after my daughter died, thinking about how I'd do anything to be awake with a screaming baby instead of being awake with my grief. I would read posts from moms complaining about their sleep deprivation and difficult children and wanted... Bo just... Bo's bouncing. Rattled. And wanted to scream at them how lucky they were to have a living child to take care of. Fast forward five years to now having two small children and constantly feeling guilty about how hard it all is. 
I had awful pregnancies where I had hyperemis, hyperemesis, gravidarum, nonstop vomiting. That's what Kate Middleton had Mm -hmm. for the entire time. (laughs) Thanks for the Kate Middleton update. Both of my babies were super colicky and basically cried around the clock for the first four months of their lives. I also suffered through PPD and anxiety for a year after each birth. I spend a lot of time parenting solo due to a spouse who works a ton and is rarely home. That sounds familiar. Interesting. Sometimes I just want to complain. I want to wallow and be frustrated and just get away from it all because it's a lot. And then I think back to my life when I was going through my losses and feel extremely guilty. But you know what? It's okay to complain. It's okay to vent and say how hard it is while at the same time being grateful to be pregnant and or have a living child. Don't let don't let anyone, including yourself, make you feel guilty for having days where you just want to say this sucks because sometimes it does. So happy for you both. And I hope you can get off the diclegia soon so you can maybe have more energy for the remainder of your pregnancy, Dory. I had to go the vitamin vitamin B6 unisom route for my HG because my insurance didn't cover diclegias and it was going to cost me $100 for a 30 pills prescription, which is insane. Yeah, when they when the pharmacy gives you the like, your insurance saved you, it always says, because I get 100 pills at a time, it always says your insurance saved you like $880. That's crazy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I should look at my target receipt from my prescriptions I just picked up. Well, if any of them are not generic, it's probably something ridiculous. They both aren't. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, she also links to... The whole thing's messed up. The whole yep, industry. The whole, uh, she also links to an article... Um, on the pregnancyafterlosssupport.com website. Oh, that's good that there's a page yeah. for that kind of thing. And the headline is, you can be grateful and still complain when parenting after loss. This is like, I feel like this is this is sort of the constant struggle that I find myself in. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm not really complaining now because I don't feel like shit anymore. But when I felt so sick yeah. in the beginning... It was like I kind of felt bad complaining because I like I, we had waited so long to just get to that point, and I knew so many people have not gotten to that point, and I was just like, "But I feel so gross, and I don't want to get out of bed." Look, it's the it's the it's the um, you know I'm sure there's a mathematical formula for it, but it's the human equation, you know, you will find a way to complain you know it was not where i thought you were going with that no i honestly it's like the kind of thing like you know i have my dream job you know and uh i write television for a living and yet i still take great pleasure in complaining about work because it's work Mm -hmm. just never you know you never like find that I don't know if I don't know if you're ever fully satisfied. And then you feel guilty for complaining when you work, you know, at, a, at your dream job. Mm. So, you know, it's a little bit like that. Yeah, a little bit. I remember not working and how right. miserable I was. And, yeah, and all you wanted was a job in scripted and, television. And all I did was work, 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 work. Yep. You know, it was you know three, four months last year where I was working seven days a week, and I at that point I was just like I can't complain about this I'm, but I was tired and I complained about being tired and then I had a panic attack long story short you'll find a way yep. to complain because that's what we do 
as human but also you're allowed to complain sometimes things were shitty yes that that is the other part of that i mean thank you also for for really uh restating the thesis at the end you're welcome um do you remember okay so last week we heard from someone who was considering adoption yeah and she wanted to know she put out the adoption signal Mm -hmm. so this is from andrea andrea uh, who says, I'm an adoptive mom and was formerly a foster mom. Mm-hmm. We skip fertility treatments, but may do them in the future. Resources your listener might find helpful. The sher- cherub? The sheriff? Cherub mama? How do you say that word? C-H-E-R-U-B. Yeah, cherub. Cherub. Cherub mama. It's a blog and Facebook page. Like, what did you call that Smashing Pumpkins song? I don't remember. It's cherub. That's what it's Cherub, Cherubic, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Foster Parenting Toolbox is a Facebook page. Parenting with Connection is a Facebook page, primarily adoptive. Oh, that's interesting. And there are also a lot of awesome resources online regarding transracial adoption. One note for the signal sender. Foster Adopt is a bit of a misnomer. This is interesting, actually. Many people approach foster care adoption thinking that they can jump straight into adopting a baby. And are shocked to learn that the first goal in foster care is always family reunification and that families get many chances to do things right before a case moves to adoption. Additionally, typically, if a young child needs to be adopted, the child's foster family who has cared for them for one to three years during the case will adopt the child. Kids who are available for adoption where rights have already been terminated tend to be older children children with special needs or sibling groups. That doesn't mean that they aren't awesome kids. Seriously, my kids are amazing. But they've gone through hard things. Anyone walking into this type of parenting needs to do so with their eyes open. Thank you. Uh, I have a country update. Oh, okay. So, in the last 30 days. Yep. Um, I can't tell how many individuals this is. My guess would be roughly, roughly, there are 26 of you in Japan. Oh. Yeah. We shall find each other. So I just want and you are you're a smack between Finland and Kenya. Oh. All right. So Japan, you are our twenty second most popular country. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That there you go. There you go. So that's the information. And like here's I'm gonna let you know right now. First of all, these are people who didn't even I'm going to go to a minimum of four and I'm going to tell these people that they are the only listener in this country. Okay. Ready? Yep. I would like to thank whoever you are in Botswana for listening to us. Bermuda, big ups. Brazil, how you doing? There's only one person in Brazil? Yeah. Kuwait, Costa Rica, Malta, Granada, Haiti, Zimbabwe, and uh, someone who downloaded an extra episode in Taiwan. You know, it's also possible that some of these could have been downloads from people on vacation. Oh, that's so true. Well, if you were on vacation in one of those countries last in the last 30 days, that's a hello to you. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. That I like, I like the interesting, interesting number. Our top five, ready? All English-speaking countries, United States, Canada, United Kingdom, and Australia. That's four. 
Oh, I'm looking at the cell. Sorry, the cell for country is number one. Oh, I was I just see. going by the number that I was reading next mm. to it. Uh, rounding it out, non-English-speaking country, Germany is the fifth. There you go. So that's a little insight into our numbers. Uh, just if, uh, if, you, if you think you're the only person in your country listening, let me know and I'll find out. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. This is from Kelsey. <clears throat> Israel's um, in the top 10, honey. It's number 10. There's a lot of English speakers in Israel. There you go. Well, I'm just saying. Also, your home. Hello. Your home slice. I bet, mm. I, honestly, I bet like at least two of those are related to you. I don't think so. You don't, I don't think, think like my a cousin has ever checked it out? I don't know. Like, I feel like they would have said something to me about it. That's true. Cousins do need conversation. Although I do have a cousin who did IVF. Well, maybe. In Israel. What if she doesn't realize it's you? Uh, that would be weird. It's <laughs> another Dory. Another Dory Shafrir who lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You know what? Actually, I'm going to save this for a Patreon episode because as she says, if you feel this is better suited to save for a Patreon episode, please do. We'll say their names so we can say hello and we're going to talk about this on a Patreon episode. Kelsey. Kelsey. We are going to get to your question on a Patreon episode. Oh, shit. Kelsey. Okay. Um, now I have a voicemail from someone who wrote in last week. Okay. You ready? Yes. Hi, Dory and Matt. This is Amanda, the audiologist. <laughs> um, thank you for reading my email. I was so excited when I heard that I may have screamed a little. Um, Matt, thank you for asking about audiologists. Um, like Dory said, an audiologist is the healthcare professional who helps people of all ages with hearing imbalance disorders. Uh-huh. So um, I wanted to share some fun baby hearing facts with oh, you and listeners. This is, this is a good voice. The first one is that babies in utero can start to hear around 23 weeks. So at that oh. point, feel free to sing, talk, play That's guitar, and play on. all the podcasts you want to baby Shafira because he's <laughs> listening. Um, also, in the U.S., we have an amazing program called Universal Newborn Hearing Screening. And that means that babies born in hospitals have a hearing screening before they even go home. They put tiny earphones on the baby and they measure the auditory brainstem response to sound while the baby's sleeping, which I think is pretty cool. It's very cool. And last, um, just like noise isn't great for our ears as adults, it's important to protect baby's ears from noise too. And there's a company that makes really great hearing protection for babies. It's called Baby Bands, B-A-N-Z, and uh-huh. you can get them on Amazon. Um, so next year, when the Red Sox are back in the World Series <laughs> and you bring the baby to a game, you can make sure his hearing is protected. That's about it. And I'm so have to glad you guys ticket. are keeping the podcast totally. going. And love to you and both. Uh, we are definitely registering for Baby Bands. That was a great uh, voicemail because it came at us with a lot of facts. A lot of facts. A lot I of, like facts. A lot of facts I didn't know. I didn't know 22 weeks. 23. I didn't know 23 weeks. I didn't either, and I'd never heard of baby bands, and I didn't know that they put tiny little newborn headphones on them. Well, they got to know. I know. You know, because then you can start the process of, uh, uh, you know, childhood sign language, any hearing aids the baby might need, you know? Yeah. I like the cool little toddlers that have, like, the hearing aid and the thick glasses. Like, those are kind of my favorite toddlers. Aw. Anyway. 
Um, thank you, right, thank for you that voicemail. For that. that was a great voicemail. If you have any facts you'd like to share about babies, <laughs> we love facts on this podcast. I do, honestly. Um, all right. We also got an email from our friend Melody Baltazar. Oh, the Baltazar. Who came to our Wired 25 event. Yes. Thank you, Melody. All right. She says, hi, Matt and Dory. Today has been a weird day. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. I warmed up my breakfast burrito in the microwave because mom has to keep her energy up, then immediately put yep. bottle for science baby in microwave, hit the button for the time, and nothing. My microwave of 14 years died between the breakfast burrito and the bottle. 14-year-old <laughs> microwave. I love it. I bet our microwave is probably... 10 years old at least yeah so i'm off to get a new microwave figured that's a great time to listen to this week's podcast i'm stuck in the car i'm listening and matt makes story pause for audience reactions matt said and someone sneezed <laughs> it was me <laughs> although i j i was just on the side of a sneeze when matt said and, and matt said someone sneezed i'm one of those highly suggestible people who when about to sneeze if you say bless you it will go away well today i learned that if i'm about to sneeze and a person says someone sneezed it goes away so today, Matt scared my sneeze away while I'm going to replace my microwave that my breakfast burrito kills. I told you it's an odd day. Love to both of you and Bo, Melody. That's uh, that's good. I can't, I, I think I wonder if Melody was the only one sneezing. We heard from someone else who sneezed. Also. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I wonder if anyone who was listening in Luxembourg sneezed. We got a few <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> um. I think they I think they tweeted it at us that they sneeze. That's great. Not in our email. Anyway, okay. Um got some uh Icelandic sneezers out there. All right, we have some one Nigerian sneezers. We have some United Arab Emirates sneezers. We have one last email. Okay. It is from AJ from Disney Food Blog. Lex. All right. Just as good. <laughs> hey guys. Much less annoying. So with my new nocturnal lifestyle, remember now he works yeah. overnight. I seem to have lost all concept of time and thus keep failing to write to my favorite podcast. <laughs> In fact, I may be writing this very email after you've already recorded this week. He, nope. He, well, he sent this last week yep, after we'd recorded. You did. I'd intended to weigh in on the whole future of the podcast discussion, but as I figured you would, you seem to have come to the same decision that I would have lobbied for. <laughs> I do, however, think that Matt doing a dad-centric parenting podcast is a fantastic idea. If you ever need advice from someone who has kept one son alive all the way to 14... <laughs> And as one of four parents of a young man, my stepson, who is currently at Air Force basic training, mm -hmm. I'd be more than happy to pitch in. Also, if Matt ever decides to do a baseball show, I'm all in. In fact, I have one that has just been sitting idle for the last three to four months. That's true. We talked about that on his podcast. I do actually have a reason for writing in this week. I'm not sure if this is me asking for advice or just sort of yelling into the internet, but here goes. It's even kind of reproduction related. For my birthday last year, Beverly got me an adorable little basset hound puppy who I named Posey after the greatest catcher in the game. <laughs> We haven't spayed her yet for Why some... Why would you not name that dog Buster? I guess if it's a girl. I bet if it was a boy, it would have been Buster. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, Lex just excites me. We haven't spayed her yet for some reason that I can never quite remember. We always wait until they've gone through their first heat. Well, she had her first heat and afterwards she seemed like she was hurt. She was limping around a lot and crying out every time she was touched. We took her to the vet and he found nothing wrong with her and no, she was not pregnant. We were very careful to keep her separated from any other dogs. He did say that she might be having a hysterical pregnancy. Oh, my gosh. And over the next couple of weeks, this turned out to be the case. Her belly is expanded. She's full of actual milk that her chihuahua keeps trying to drink and has begun to nest and hoard toys as though as if they were her puppies. Oh. All the research I've done says to just wait it out and that getting her fixed while this is going on would only prolong it. I guess I'm asking if anyone has had experience with dogs having a hysterical pregnancy. And I'm also just sort of saying, what the fuck? <laughs> 
That's insane. Anyway, I'll try not to be out of touch so long next time. Lex. Oh, and he has a PS. Yeah. Since I've started working nights, the only contact that I have with my mother is her texting me to react to emails that I send to you guys. So, <laughs> so thanks for helping me keep in contact with her. You and also, it. hi, mom. That's similar to my relationship with my mom. Oh. Um, that's so, I'm just like so sad for that puppy that's not going to have I the baby did it, will, will it get sad that the puppies don't come or will it go oh yeah i guess no i'm fine i'm not pregnant i feel like it's a thing where like one day they wake up and they just like it's, it's right. gone oh why am i so fat why is milk leaking out of me why why have i been hoarding toys that is adorable first of all i love the idea of a dog hoarding also toys. like a basset hound yeah <laughs> big droopy basset hound oh my god <laughs> uh lex keep us posted let us know what is going on with Posey. Hysterical pregnancy in a dog. I've never heard such a thing. It's It must be a thing if their vet like knew immediately what it was. Yeah. But Lex <sighs> is right to yell that out to us. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure an egghead has experienced this. Well, I wonder if an egghead has experienced a hysterical pregnancy as a human. Maybe. It seems like such a, like a diagnosis from the 1700s. Totally. She's having an hysterical pregnancy. Is that how everyone talked in the 17th? Yes. Honey, that just about does it for today. Well, it's been a hoot. Uh, we learned a lot of things about audiology. We learned a lot of things about people who listen to this podcast in We learned a lot of countries. things about We learned a basset lot about hounds. basset hounds. We learned a lot about uh, each other. And that's what makes this podcast the most special podcast you'll download each and every week. Uh, and if you want to get a little more of us, you know, say two more of us every month you can join our patreon it's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure uh head over there you can support the podcast uh you'll get your name right on the podcast each month if you're at the five dollar level or above uh don't not to mention those two episodes we have to record you'll hear kelsey's email a lot of stuff coming your way so with uh without further ado here we go thank you to the following people megan Megan Frank. Megan Kozowitz. Megan Sater. Megan Sherbanu. Megan Drury. Uh, Megan Prasad. Megana. Uh, that, that's totally 100% Megana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Uh, Melissa March Quinn. Michael and Stephanie Garrier. Uh, Michael B. Michelle Kitts Miller. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Monica Bold. Uh, Mariah uh, Adamick. Nicole Pande. Uh, Natalia. Nicola Skidmore. Uh, Nikki, I'm going to say... Or Nicola Skidmore. N- Nicola, Nicola Skidmore of the Skidmores. <laughs> uh, Nikki Bozert. Nina Berg Christensen. Uh, Narantha Balagopal. Paula. QN. Rachel Bannon. Rachel Lander. Rachel Dylan Snyder. Rachel Downey. Rachel Kuzma. Rachel Olson. Robert Olson. That's exactly right. I did it again. <laughs> I like the my screen is very small right now. It's far away from my face. So. Uh, Robin Vale. Uh huh. Sabrina Stern. Sarah Prager. Sarah Rysted Long. Sarah Burry. Sarah Lewis. Sarah Swift. Sarah Yim. Sasha B. Shay Voorhees. Shari Olson. Uh, Siri Kagaski. SJV. Uh, Sophie S. Stephanie Thompson. Stephen Azar. Susan Fisher. Tanya Davidova. Tanya Kershenman. Uh, Tara Robstad. The Holterman clan. Oh, hey guys. Uh, the Kembles. Tina Rowdio. Uh, Tyne Ludwig. Oh, that's a good name. Tracy Jury. 
Tracy Krauser. Victoria D. Wendy Nielsen. And Sandy Berry. Thank you all so very much. Thanks uh, to everyone who listened. Thanks to our sponsors this week. Have a lovely Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, If you're in Canada, tell us how Thanksgiving was before we experience it. Because you guys already had yours in, in, what, October, right? Don't they do that? Yeah, October. Um, All right. It's, uh, in case you're wondering how our evening has gone, it's... uh, quarter of eight and i gotta say we are probably both operating at 30 percent energy i'm at like 35 whoa more energy than me yeah i've got to go watch iron man 2 and the episode of star trek the next generation where deanna troy loses her empath powers and goes nuts and asks asks for uh resignation Okay, but can we watch an episode of Great British Baking Show? I don't know that I have all of that in me. You can watch the Star Trek episode tomorrow morning. We can watch Bake Up tomorrow evening. No, we can't because you have dinner plans. It's 7.30. This is all fun discussion for everyone. This is how it goes in our house, everybody. Bye. Bye. Go with the big, 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 big,